0: And his report today confirmed his bias by his unwillingness to even report on the money that went to the Trudeau Foundation from Beijing to influence the Prime Minister. So he cannot preside over public hearings or anything else. He is not impartial. He needs to get out of the way and allow for a full public inquiry so that we can get to the bottom of Beijing's interference.
1: All right, so that is Conservative leader Pierre Polly ever not buying what David Johnston tabled Tuesday in this uh, report, stating that the Trudeau government didn't ignore intelligence into foreign interference because that blame is going to be parked with CSIS management. And so uh, there will not be an inquiry, as most Canadians want and all the opposition want. Instead, we'll get these special hearings that could last months. And uh, Johnston had met with all party leaders except for Mr. Polyevra, who uh, refused to review the intelligence because it it essentially mutes or gags uh, politicians, certainly the opposition, from from speaking out. But he did add this, and I thought this was a, a slightly uh, interesting jab. Quote, this matter is too important for anyone aspiring to lead the country to intentionally maintain a veil of ignorance on these matters while political parties may disagree about policy and priorities they should do so from a common understanding of the true facts. David Johnson said that. Let me bring in Mr. Pierre Paulyabra, who is in Toronto today, just spoke with the media, but joining me now, thank you so much.
0: Good to be with you, Alex. Thanks for having me.
1: What do you say to those comments?
0: Well, I say that David Johnson is Justin Trudeau's ski buddy, cottage neighbor, family friend of 40 years, and a member of the Beijing-financed Trudeau Foundation. Uh, It's interesting. His report didn't even mention the Trudeau Foundation, even though thesis revealed that Beijing used the Trudeau Foundation as a vessel to buy the love and affection of Justin Trudeau. They gave $140,000 to that foundation, and they did so according to an intercepted phone call because they thought that would win them the favor and the good fortune of the prime minister, and uh, they believed that they could get Trudeau to act in Beijing's interest against Canada's interest if they gave money to that organization. Now, David Johnson uh, did not even report on that fact because, of course, he's a member or has been up until a few weeks ago a member of the Trudeau Foundation. He is obviously biased. He's doing this to protect the prime minister. He needs to resign today and allow for a full public and independent inquiry.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure that's going to come. Having said that, um, there are many saying, well, why wouldn't Mr. Polly ever take you know, that that security clearance and, and put his politics aside and be able to actually take a look uh, at the information uh, behind closed doors? And so that, that is going to be what, what you're hearing, is that you're standing in the way of this. Uh, and you say, you know, are, are you standing in the way? And should this be um, one of those moments where everyone, as the prime minister asks, works together?
0: First of all, I've already had a security clearance to get into cabinet. I, was a for, I am a former minister in the Harvard government. Okay. Secondly, what Trudeau is trying to do is swear me to secrecy, to silence my voice by showing me a bunch of information that is probably already public, probably already known, but has a big red secret stamp on it that prevents me from talking about it ever again. So it's a very clever tactic. Now, if he wants to share higher level of information and more sensitive documents, he can do that with the conservative members that are on the uh, national security committee. They are sworn to secrecy and they don't have the political necessity to speak out because they're not the leader of the opposition. So he could share that information with them uh, without contra- without silencing opposition leaders. I'm not going to be shut up. I'm going to speak up because this is the national security of our country This is the control of our democracy. My purpose is to bring it home to our people.
1: I'm just going to tell you, like when I look at my text board, I've got calls coming in. There is a real frustration. There's a real anger and a lot of sadness. Um, People aren't looking for the political jabs. They're very tired about it. The honest uh, reflection I'm getting from people is that they want answers. And we've seen polling on this. Canadians want answers. And so what are you going to do next? I mean, all opposition members have called for these inquiries. Uh, this inquiry. Whether it answers everything is is moot at this point. That's what people want. Um, Will you as the opposition, you know, you're going to be looked at for a solution. Will you as opposition shut down Parliament? Will you uh, and the other parties do this? We've got a budget coming, but it's really hard to stomach. Business as usual in, in, in Ottawa just goes on without anything happening here other than you know, political sparring.
0: Well, this now falls to Jagmeet Singh. He's in a coalition with Justin Trudeau it gives Trudeau a majority in the House. That's how he's been able to cover these things up. We know Jagmeet Singh has helped Trudeau double housing costs, bring in a 61 cent a liter carbon tax, uh, double the national debt, uh, and uh, unleash a crime wave with catch and release policies.
1: I realize now, that, but, but in, things in things this moment, in he has said he he said he wants an inquiry. I mean, he, he has said I that.
0: Know, but that... He, he, if he's oh. great, if he wants one, what's he going to do about it? Is he going to pull out of the coalition? That would get Trudeau's attention. So I'm not in a coalition with Trudeau. Jagmeet Singh is. If if Singh pulls out of the coalition with Trudeau, he can force Trudeau to call a public inquiry. And so it now falls to Jagmeet Singh to to start working for Canadians instead of working for Trudeau.
1: You know, I just spoke with Margaret McQuaig-Johnston, and she said a pretty simple thing is that, you know, we have one chance to get this right. We've already squandered months uh, since this broke back in November on, on getting anything done, uh, our allies we, we have made haven't, clear
0: we haven't. No, 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 we haven't done anything
1: as a country. Let, let's just say it as a country,
0: Trudeau, Justin Trudeau has, done, has squandered months and back squandered years because that's when that's for how long he's known about this.
1: Okay, and so having said all that, uh, we are slipping away with, with with reality of actually fixing this, and, and Canadians just don't want the politics. How, how are we going to? How do you fix this? What happens next? Is it just business as usual, or just back and forth? Like, what are what are the tools available to you as opposition to get something done or take us to an election? Anything.
0: We're going to continue to apply pressure in Parliament. We're calling David Johnson before a parliamentary committee to question him on this cover up. We're going to continue to to, uh, call for a public inquiry, a foreign agent registry and other strong measures to protect against influence and interference in our country. Uh, and we're going to call on Jagmeet Singh to pull out of his coalition with Trudeau unless a public inquiry happens uh, in the next hundred days. Uh, those are the, that, that is the way we get this done.
1: Yeah, it's hard to think that we can even go to an election without these answers. Do you feel comfortable at all going to an election unless anything's solved? At this point, I mean, a little interference is not acceptable and shouldn't be acceptable to anybody. That one or eight or nine seats could have been turned on this thing. How do you have an election at all unless any of this is solved?
0: Well, the worry is that Trudeau wants the interference to continue in another election because he benefited from it in the prior two elections. We know from intelligence documents that the Globe and Mail published uh, on its front page that Beijing wanted to see Mr. Trudeau reelected and that they intervened to help him do so. And I, I, you have to wonder, given that Trudeau has done absolutely nothing to stop this interference, is it because he welcomes it and believes it will help him in yet another election?
1: What do you see, uh, there are a number of issues facing us, and I know you're in Toronto today, and I know the, the clean fuel tax, which I've talked about a lot on this show, isn't a big issue, and it's coming at Canadians, and, and probably they won't know until they they start paying it. But, you know, we've got financial and, and economic issues, and then we've got this, you know, interference. Um, what do you see? Let's say you're, you're running. What is the number one issue that you are, are going to be uh, putting priority on?
0: We need to bring home lower prices by... Canceling the Trudeau Singh plan for a sixty-one cent a liter carbon tax. They they've already put one in fourteen cents. They want to raise it up to sixty-one cents a liter. Two thousand dollars per family in higher gas, heat, and grocery bills. No one can afford to pay a sixty-one cent a liter Liberal tax, and that's why Pierre Polyev and the Common Sense Conservatives will axe that tax. We also need to bring home powerful paychecks by lowering income taxes so that hard work pays off again. And Right now, it doesn't pay to work. After eight years of Trudeau, you lose, you lose up to 80 cents on the, each extra dollar you earn. So that's why people stop working. I want to cut taxes so that people bring home more. Uh, we need to bring homes people can afford uh, by uh, incentivizing cities to free up land and speed up permits to, to build, build, build. Uh, and we need to bring home safe streets by ending uh, Trudeau's cash and release system and replacing it with jail and not bail for repeat violent offenders and, and stop going after law, law-abiding hunters and sports shooters. Instead, let's put that money into bolstering our borders and hiring police.
1: I'm out of time. Uh, I wish I had more. Uh, we'll have you on again, uh, but certainly lots to watch for, and we will be watching. I uh, appreciate your time.
0: Thank you very much, Alex. It's common sense. Let's bring it home.
1: That is Pierre Pagliabra, who's got lots of time because he's in downtown Toronto, uh, probably driving nowhere. (laughs) Maybe maybe he can fix the congestion in this city.